Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Monday! And you know what that means we got a lot to talk about here today on the program. We do a show every Sunday, by the way, when I throw out all of the dates. Sunday at 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We're always live on the air. And obviously, if you look at the Monday through Friday numbers, always bigger than the Sunday numbers. I think a lot of people don't listen on Sundays. But all day yesterday we spent talking about Brody Lee and reading feedback from listeners as to their memories of the late John Huber. And you're welcome to continue doing that here today. We're going to talk about the news from the weekend. There's a lot to get into. But if you want to send text messages, 425-780-7566. Didn't get into all of them yesterday. And you can send your emails to brian at wrestlingobserver.com. I'm at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. So all of these are options for you to let us know what you thought about the late, great Brody Lee. Obviously, you're welcome to write and text in about anything because there's a lot of news. And if you'd like to discuss something else to get your mind off, whatever, you're welcome to do so. Calls, if we take calls today, only calls about Brody Lee. Don't call and ask some wacky question. Not in the mood today. But we could talk about that as well as some of the news that came out today, including a new uh, Pat Patterson documentary that's going to be coming out. And that's actually one of the reasons. There are a lot of reasons that Raw next week is going to be the Legends show. I mean, part of it obviously was they had that record low rating. And so whenever things are bad, they bring back the Legends, and it always boosts the number. But the other reason is they're bringing all of these people in because they're going to be doing a Pat Patterson documentary, and this is the opportunity to sit them all down in studio and talk to them about Pat Patterson. We got game news as regards both WWE and AEW. Bailey is going to do Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions. Tuck SmackDown if you want to. Whatever's on your mind. So back in a moment to kick it all off. Wrestling Observer Live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at O'ReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10 graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. Looking at, looking at, looking at me. Look at that, look at how they're looking at me. Eyes all sticking like honey on bees. Yeah, look at that, uh, look at how uh. they're looking at me. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. A lot to get into here today on the show. Obviously, a lot of stuff happened this weekend that we talked about yesterday. We had the deaths of Brody Lee, the death of Danny Hodge. SmackDown, a lot of this we talked about yesterday, the SmackDown rating, which, I mean, we're going to find out on Tuesday what the actual numbers are. I don't even want to get into this, especially today, but, I mean, madness on my timeline. I mean, I understand that we've got, like, 
people choosing sides, AEW and NXT and SmackDown and everything like that. But we're at the point now where it's just, it's madness. Like, yes, SmackDown did an awesome number. It wasn't because of SmackDown. It was because of the NFL lead-in. I mean, we're literally overlooking this at this point. I don't know what to tell everybody. I mean, the show was great. I said that. It was the best show since August. But it wasn't because it was a great show that they did 4 million viewers in the first hour. I mean, they started at 4 million, and they trickle all the way down until the show went off the air at what they normally do. So this is just reality. But congratulations to them. They got a big number. This happens. I mean, obviously, that helped AEW on Wednesday. They had the NBA lead in. That helped them going two hours later. So, I mean, it's the same on all sides. But we could talk about that more tomorrow. Something I learned yesterday that I did not know as it regards John Huber, Brody Lee. I don't know if you're aware of this, Mike, but did you know mm-hmm. that his wife, Amanda, actually was training to be a professional wrestler at the same time that he was in the early 2000s. I did not know that. Yes, I was told that she was training with one of his buddies that trained with him early, emailed me yesterday, and he said that Amanda trained with them, and she was really good. So you learn something new every day, but wanted to mention that. No real anything that we didn't talk about yesterday with Brody Lee. It was mostly just what happened As we talked about, he had been sick for a while, a couple of months actually, and he was transferred to the Mayo Clinic, and they just couldn't do anything, and his lungs weren't working, and I mean, to a lot of people, it's still a mystery how this happens, but it happened, and it does happen. I mean, there are athletes that everything is fine, and the next thing you know, they're dead. It happens. It doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. And unfortunately, it happened here. And that's the story. I don't know what to add to it, but very sad. Outpouring from everybody. I mean, if you go on Twitter, I mentioned yesterday, there is is little good about social media. Okay? But sometimes there is good in social media. And one of the good things was Brody Lee passed away in social media exploded in tributes, remembrances. I mean, as much as some people don't like Twitter, and I don't, I mean, before Twitter, this couldn't have happened. I mean, there would have been maybe people posting something on MySpace or Facebook or whatever. But, I mean, huge outpouring for Brody Lee. I can't even remember the last time that everyone came together for somebody like they did for Brody Lee. Probably have to go back to Eddie Guerrero. And even that was pre-social media so it was just different so very nice to see so many people come out and say such great things about john huber but that's the latest so i don't know what else to add here today now with all the stuff going on i i thank everybody in the chat right now that's taking my mind off of all this heavy stuff by roasting you over your pronunciation of the mayo clinic it's the mayo clinic but the that's mayo okay clinic. I've got a very special, yes, I'm Mexican. Half. Should mention this person here says, the BTE that dropped today hours ago is so emotional and heart-wrenching it needs to be watched by every Brody Lee fan. The video starts with Matt Jackson hosting all the Dark Order, taking their masks off, breaking kayfabe, and then remembering Jonathan Huber, the man. I haven't seen it yet, but I also heard that it was like, is it also a best of, of all of the stuff that he did with the Dark Order? Because I heard 
that that's what it was. I reviewed, actually, one of our, our listeners made a Best of Dark Order compilation that I watched and loved. I made Vinny watch it, and poor Vinny had no idea what was going on. But once he realized it was like a compilation week after week, I mean, whether you understood what it was or not, the performances of everybody were just absolutely outstanding. I, I'll just say that I, I felt for the Brody Lee character, an intelligent man just surrounded by all these wacky folks. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Just struck a nerve with me, a chord. I, I bet you it did. You know, something about those BTEs, too, uh, apart from Brody Lee. You know, there's sometimes I, I've seen them, and it's like I, it's like stuff we did at t- in TV class in high school and in, in college. It, it, but then again, I think for a lot of these people, it is like TV class, and it's a really good thing. John Silver in 99 and everybody else that's going to appear on, on, on that webcast or however they they even look at the thing now it's it's still time in front of the camera it's time to work on character skills you can work on promo you can work on getting comfortable in front of a camera i mean if i'm not mistaken anna jay had like four matches or something like that before aew started training with qt and you see where you know she's gotten to and i'm not putting that all on bte but you know I was kind of thinking about it and thinking about all of those people who get a chance to kind of cut loose on there who have been in front of the camera for a long time. For a lot of younger people and for a lot of people just starting out, them getting some time to to be on there, even though it may be scripted or set up or however you want to look at it, it's still time to get comfortable in front of the camera and to get time working on things. So there's a there's a side effect of, of BTE that, you know, I was thinking about that probably doesn't get enough credit that, you know, some of these people are, are getting a chance to actually have some more time in front of a camera, no matter what it is. This person here says, AEW on their social media is not promoting the upcoming Dynamite and the announced match card. Are they actually going to do a full two-hour tribute show for Brody Lee? I don't know, but I'll try to find out. I'm sure whatever they do, it's going to be a Brody Lee tribute show, whether it's the full show just for him or whether they... I mean, listen, man, they could show the... They could show his title win. They could show his title loss. It's going to be tough to show some of the Dark Order stuff. I mean... It would be one continuous bleep, but, I mean, you could probably find a way to edit it together. So, No matter how you cut it, it's going to be crazy emotional. I mean, that is for sure. It is going to be very, very emotional with everybody getting together down there, probably for the first time all together since this happened. Surely, since this happened, the most uh, amount of talent is going to be in one place at the same time, grieving together and being together. So I don't know what they have planned, but it's going to be – it's going to be supercharged for sure, no matter what. Person here says, I saw Brody Lee go up against Gregory Iron, Dragon Gate USA in Chicago a decade ago. Oh, a wow. psychological wonder of intimidation. Brody got in me and my brother's faces, talked tough, really put on a show. He was on Facebook for a while. The problem was, the problem with that was the fact that his sweetness and love for his family was so apparent while not in character that it actually undermined his kayfabe work. I am just gutted with his tragic passing more than I probably should be. Yeah, well, that happens. That's why in pro wrestling you have to suspend your disbelief (laughs) while you're watching the show. We also have 
Actually, this is very long, so I'll read it when we get back from the break. But somebody yeah. has memories of. Uh... Oh, we got a million of these with memories, so we'll get into hey, this. Hey, man, brought up the, the Chikara stuff yesterday. There's a lot of people out there with memories of him in Dragon Gate, too, for the same reason the, the size difference and the fact that he was able to fit in as this giant with all these other little guys flying around, and he fit in in his role perfectly with them. Just a, an amazing athlete, went way underrated by WWE, and unfortunately this was all from a wrestling point of view and a life po point of view, unfortunately stolen from us far too early in AEW. person wants to know if they're going to do a 10-bell salute or a video package for Brody on Raw. I don't know, but I do know if you go to WWE.com, I tried to go find the Raw preview, and there's like nothing but Brody Lee stuff. So I would expect they would, but I don't know. Back in a moment, Observer Live. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, I don't want to knock WWE during this time, but I remember attending the WrestleMania Access in New York last year when Luke Harper wrestled Dominic Dijak on the World's Collide tapings, had his entire family ringside because it was so close to Rochester. He was playing a babyface he got over during the match. The match was praised by everybody, and it was expected that Harper would finally get that big push he always deserved. Instead, Vince soured on him and completely took him off TV for months and months, extending his contract. So I mentioned yesterday how I would watch Brody and WWE and just be astounded. Like, why don't you do more with this guy? And I had a couple of people that decided that they were going to be outraged. How are you? Why are you saying negative things about WWE right now? Listen, if I'm not living in a fantasy world here, okay? Really? The fact of the matter is this. Brody Lee, John Huber passed away, all right? You want to tell his story? You want to tell the story of his career? Well, the key story of his career is that he was a guy who was very talented And he was underutilized in WWE, okay? He asked to be released. He wanted to get out. Why? Because he believed that he had the potential to be more in his career. And he wasn't going to get it in WWE, and he asked to be released. And they didn't release him until, as it turns out, he had like a month left on his deal, and they were like, oh, well, now we're going to release him. Playing the good guy. So what happened? Well, he got released, and what he wanted to do, prove that he could get over as a main eventer, prove his worth in this business as he turned 40. He went to another company, and he did that. He did everything that he wanted to do. He proved his worth in his career. That was his goal. You can't tell the story of Brody Lee, of John Huber, without that story. If you want to get mad about it, get mad. But I'm going to tell you about it because that is what John Huber took pride in. That he was underutilized somewhere, he managed to get out, and he managed to go prove his worth to himself and others. That's the story of his career. I'm sorry. I don't have anything to add to that other than as that writer wrote when it came to that match everybody that saw it for the most part thought it was pretty awesome and thought it was a a good showcase for Dijak and for Brody Lee and his whole family there and you get that response from the fans and you get that response certainly probably from other people in that locker room and there's the one guy the one guy that we talk about every single day with the snow globe in his hands that he shakes up in his little world that he sees 
and he didn't see Brody Lee as a part of that. Not only didn't see him as a part of that, soured on him. But I guess not big man enough for you. Don't know exactly what it is, but it says a lot about his choice and how he views what you want as a fan. And uh, I think the response that we're hearing from Brody Lee from the fans and from what they saw in AEW and what they saw early in his career uh, certainly is goes into contrast with that, doesn't it? Now, I will say one thing, that the story that Vince soured on the match for whatever reason, and he wasn't going to do anything with Brody Lee. He'll always be Brody Lee to me, by the way, because he was Brody Lee before he went to WWE, and he was Brody Lee after. But Damn right. what is interesting about this is Vince was not going to do anything with the guy, but he didn't want him to leave. Now, <laughs> well, well, there's a key to this. He didn't want him to leave because I do believe that Vince recognized that this guy was a great talent. Maybe this guy wasn't going to do what he wanted him to do, or maybe he didn't think that he was smart. Whatever the thing was, the story to me tells me that he did see something in Brody, and he thought that if he left, he actually could do something elsewhere. That's why, well, we're not we're not going to use him, but I don't want to let this guy go. So in some ways, it, it's actually a, it's actually a, what would the word be? Kind of a, uh, I don't know. Eh, look, but you're looking at something with want? spite. Then, then you're really not seeing the person's talent. You're really not seeing what they really have. What you're seeing is whatever it is. It's a commodity to the other. A side. testament. Thank you. And, and Thank you, Canucks fan. 03. At least and, somebody and here's been sleeping. And that's you know I haven't. And that's all you've been blocking. I mean, that's what you're doing. Is you're not really seeing anything. You're you're just you're blinded by your own spite for the other side. And that's all he saw was he saw a chip. He didn't see a, a shiny gold piece. He just saw a piece of brass that he wanted to keep away from, you know, a, a toy uh, in, in the, in the, in the play box that, that he wanted to keep away from the other side. That's all he really saw. So he didn't really see something in him. He doesn't really see it. And what, if he, if he does see something, it's, you question his vision, which we, we certainly do every day with, with who he's picked and with what he goes back to and some of the talent that he's let slip through his fingers that has been successful elsewhere. So I I know what you're saying, but uh, when, you're, when you're looking at something in that way, then you, you've got blinders on and you're really not seeing it at all. First, as growing up in the Baton Rouge, New Orleans market... I had access to Leroy McGurk's territory before becoming Bill Watts Mid-South. Leroy was one of the very first NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champions. That was a title Danny Hodge brought much prestige to during the early 70s. There were three things that stay in my mind when it comes to Hodge. 1974, he was the victim in one of the greatest heel turns ever. He and, believe it or not, Skandar Akbar were a babyface tag team on a televised match Channel 3 in Shreveport. Hodge was in the ring. Akbar was on the apron. Hodge hit the ropes to pick up speed and knocks Akbar to the floor. No problem, it happens. Akbar comes right back on the apron. Hodge does the same thing. Skandar hits the cement floor only to jump right back up, come into the ring, and clobber Hodge. This opened the door for Akbar to become the legendary heel wrestler and manager that he will always be known for. By the way, what a wow. what a wonderful and simple heel turn. So yeah. The babyface accidentally knocks the heel to the floor, 
clearly on accident twice. But this heel, he must believe it's on purpose. And so he gets in there and he destroys the other baby face. That's a despicable person. 1975. Hodge was dethroned as NWA Junior Heavyweight Champ by Ken Mantell on a Thursday at the St. Bernard Civic Auditorium in New Orleans. The next week in the same arena, the two headlined again, this time as tag team partners. On the Saturday between those two Thursdays, Grizzly Smith appeared on New Orleans TV, tipping his hat to Hodge for being able to turn right around and team with the guy who beat him for that world title. Smith admitted he didn't know if he could have done that. What a baby face. Damn right. 1976, Hodge uh, regained the title and fell asleep at the wheel in Monroe, Louisiana. His neck was broken. Title became inactive. The first Superdome had been announced for July of that year. I figured that would be a grand stage to crown a new champ. There was no mentioning of crowning a new champ until September. Pat Barrett won the rather weak tournament in Shreveport. No disrespect towards Barrett, Nelson, Royale, Les Thornton, Ron Starr, Denny Brown, or anyone else who would hold that title. It never reached the main event level of attraction as it did when Hodge was champ, lost another legend. I just want to mention very quickly before Mike goes into this here that so we're in the middle of a pandemic and we have a large, I shouldn't say large, I I guess kind of it is large, anti-maskers. It seems preposterous, but the tie-in here is that Danny Hodge was far, far from the only wrestler that died in a car accident. Like, 60s, 70s, early 80s. You know how many people died, how many wrestlers died in car accidents? And I can remember when I was a kid, I would have been probably second, third grade, so maybe this was like, it was probably 83, 84, somewhere around there. There was a big national thing that it's time to start buckling your seatbelt. And so I was part of the art contest. If you ever see those, uh, the big sign with the heart that has a seatbelt on it. Buckle up, we love you. I was all around the nation. Kids, they all drew their art, and it was like a big contest to who was going to draw the logo. I was actually part of that. All kids were a few around my age. And you know what happened with seatbelts? We had the anti-belters. My freedoms! You're you can't make me buckle up a seatbelt! Well, here we are, and now everybody buckles up, but... How many people? Li- you know how many people's lives were saved by putting a seatbelt on? But when seatbelts, when it was the first a big thing, we had the anti-belters because all this world does is go in a big cycle of insanity over and over and over again. So there you go. Now I got people mad at me, but you know what? I don't care. Put your mask on. Let's get through this and move on with the world. I'll probably pick back up with Danny Hodge after we come back from the break here. But I'll, I will say that didn't the anti-belters isn't a situation like Danny Hodge is the thing that they would always point to as if I was wearing my seatbelt, I'd be trapped in the car. But did you hear about that guy that went flying through the windshield? And, and that's how he survived today. They always had like the most ass backwards excuse for why you shouldn't wear one. We seem to be a big New Hampshire thing. That was whole live free or die. I am not going to wear a helmet on my motorcycle. Okay, I guess they'll be scooping you up off the ground either way, but, you know, you might have a chance if you wear a helmet. Eh, It's just the way I look at it, but what do I know? All right, everybody, we're going to head to a break. As noted, if you would like to participate in the show today, no, I am not opening up the phone lines. 
I'm not ready yet. Text messages, 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You don't gotta go to work, 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 work. But you gotta put in work, 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 work. You don't gotta go to work, 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 work. And my body do the work, 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 work. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 That's 800-603-0885 Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, all you gamers out there, of which, as you're all well aware, I am one as well. AW announced on Saturday that a new show under their recently announced games division is launching Wednesday, hosting by, hosted by Kenny Omega. 
show will Shock. debut after Wednesday edition of Dynamite on their dedicated YouTube channel. Not much is known about the content or schedule of the show. Outside, Kenny Omega is hosting. In November, Omega, Cody Rhodes, Aubrey Edwards, Britt Baker were part of a presentation announcing the launch of AW Games, which included one console game and two mobile games. Yukes and director Hideyuki Iwashida, who was with WWF No Mercy and Def, Gan, uh, Def Jam Games. I'm sorry, I'm getting texts. I'll tell you what they're about here in a minute. But uh, they're developing the console game release date is not known. AW Elite General Manager and AW Casino Double or Nothing Mobile Games also don't have release dates attached to them. And then on the WWE side, a new gaming series is coming to the WWE Network and WWE social media platforms. WWE has announced WWE Superstar Gaming Series will launch on Tuesday. Where on the WWE Network, WWE social platforms at 8 Eastern will be hosted by Greg Miller of Kinda Funny Games and special guest Xavier Woods. So, and all sorts of things in, in both uh, both promotions game-wise. Kinda Funny Games? That's what it says. Okay, so I don't, I can't tell you guys everything because I don't know, but I did ask, and as we speak right now, AW is working on Wednesday's show. And I can only tell you that the entire show is being changed. So, in some in some form or fashion, it's going to be a Brody Lee tribute show, it's looking like. And whether that means that they're just going to be doing uh, like WWE does for Tribute to the Troops or whatever, uh, their tribute shows where every match, something related to Brody, all happy endings throughout the show. I don't know if it's going to be that or... If it's going to be a combination of that and maybe replays of his matches, I don't know. But whatever they have planned for Wednesday is all out the window. And that tells me that we're doing a Brody Lee tribute show. So I guess we shall see what's announced soon. But it's being worked on right now. So I guess we have to wait for a while for more information. Let's do some of the text messages here. By the way, whoever that last texter was uh, from from down in Louisiana, there, uh, brother, uh, that was a that was a good message right there. I appreciate that. You know, one thing about Danny Hodge, I just want to mention, uh, he debuted in October of 1959, and Leroy McGurk uh, had basically controlled had control of the booking the junior heavyweight champion, and in places as I mentioned yesterday, where amateur wrestling was strong, Iowa, uh, Oklahoma. Uh, or in places like Tennessee, you know, weight limits were not as big of a deal as there was in some other bigger areas uh, with, with bigger heavyweights, certainly New York and places like that. But you could be a star uh, down south. And as the, the man mentioned, uh, Danny Hodge, that title, once it went away from him, was never the same. But he won that title in July of 1960 in the rematch of a match that took place in May of 1960 against Angelo Savoldi where during the match, uh, Danny Hodge's father, who was not smartened up to the wrestling business, was so enraged that he jumped into the ring with a penknife and stabbed Savoldi, and he needed 70 stitches. Um, they obviously had to take care of Danny's father uh, there and had to let him know uh, 
basically what was going on and keep him away from the situation. But, uh, I mean, there's just story after story and legend after legend that wraps around Danny Hodge. And it just really, Saturday was a really awful day. And again, for somebody like me, for Jim Ross, you know, I feel awful for Jim Ross, you know, right now, this time of year is, you know, it's got to be pretty rough anyway. And then you have these things happen. And I, and I definitely, if you've never heard Jim Ross talk about Danny Hodge, he does it with Garrett and Dave on Saturday's Wrestling Observer Radio Show. And I highly suggest uh people check that out because it's uh denny hodge was a special a special legend and there were really no guys like there are no guys really like denny hodge there are a few that try but there were a few that could ever match up to him and it's a tragic loss this person here says i wish people would stop taking it as an insult when wwe wrestlers refer to brody as luke harper i don't think luke harper was a bad thing at all well here's the thing everybody and randy orton actually did a post and explained this but i'll explain it to you don't get hung up on these names, okay? Really? It's a thing in wrestling. You guys know that Buddy Wayne, his real name was not Buddy Wayne. His real name was Steve Finley, okay? Uh, I have known Buddy and his wife since 1998 or 1999. I don't think one time ever I have heard his wife Refer to him as Steve. <laughs> it's it's Buddy. Yeah. Buddy Wayne. I called him Buddy Wayne. I mean, uh, all the way through to the end and beyond. He's Buddy. When she mentions something to this day, she'll say Buddy, not Steve. And it's, we have the, um, uh, when we play the commercial or the videos during the break, and there's Sonny that everyone thinks is Craig, okay? Craig and Sonny were both wrestlers. Craig will always be Craig to me, all right? Sonny will always be Sonny, but that's not his name. His real name is Corey. But I can count on one finger the number of times I've ever called him Corey in my life. I think it was just now. He'll always be Sonny to me. So in this business, everybody is different. And when you are in the locker room... You are going to meet people, and sometimes it's by, you know, their design. Like with Buddy, he was just always Buddy. He, t he introduced himself as Buddy. He was always Buddy. Other people, it's like, when I met this guy, he wrestled as Sonny, and he'll always be Sonny to me. That's it. So yeah. don't read too much into this, you you folks. <laughs> it's like growing up with somebody, you give them a nickname, and they kind of remain that name forever, no matter how much in their grown life they, you know... They've expanded out their name or tried to, you know, make themselves somebody else. You know that person as that person. And especially in wrestling where you have multiple names and multiple personalities, with the name that you get to know that person by at that time, that's what you know. So if it was always Luke Harper or Harper or whatever, or Luke, whatever, you know, it, it's just, you know. It, or, hey, T-Bar. The bane of my existence, T-Bar, <laughs> he's always going to be Dijak to me. You can give him 50 wacky names, but he's yes. always going to be Dijak. Dijak, Dijak yes. Kovic, Dominic, Donovan, I mean, come on. It's just Dijak. see what else we got here. <laughs> Ratings master. Terrible tongue twister from Mike. Seven seasons superseded by So-So Foresight. 
Seven seasons superseded by what kind of oh, foresight? Oh, you lost it. I did. I, I need that in front of me. I can't retain all that knowledge at once. She sells seashells by the seashore? Oh, lordy. Luke Harper versus Dolph Ziggler. Ladder match, TLC 2014. One of my favorite matches of his that I don't think gets talked about enough. Well, that's what happens, unfortunately. You know, there's a lot of great matches, not just Luke Harper or Brody Lee, but all sorts of people that they're on the undercard, and they're lost to the wisps of time, unfortunately. Was the ankle injury a cover for his true illness? So I want to say a couple of things here. First off, there have been a lot of people online that have said, okay, that's clearly the reason that he dropped the title so quickly to Cody. They knew that he was sick. That is not true, okay? Cody was going to film a game show, and they had this idea, well, we'll get Brody over, he'll destroy Cody in three minutes, and Cody's going to vanish. And the idea was Cody would go film his show, and then he's going to come back and win the title back. I mean, if you look at where they went with Cody and Darby and everything, that was the idea, that Cody was going to win the title back. This had nothing to do with Brody's illness. Brody was going to be beaten, and then he was going to take some time off, and during that time off was when he got sick. So the title win and the title loss, none of this had anything to do with anything. That's number one. Ankle injury, as I talked about yesterday... You know, a little while after he disappeared, somebody had heard that he was in ICU, and they told me. But neither of us could get anybody else to confirm this. So later, it came out in The Observer, the story was that he had an ankle injury. Now, I'm sure that they probably asked, and someone said, I think it's an ankle injury. But nobody that I asked ever gave a cover story or lied about anything, so I don't know where that came from. But he, that's just all I can tell you about this. He, nothing that had to do with the title change. He disappeared. And that's why for a while I didn't know what to make of anything because could get no confirmation of anything. I was hoping it was just an ankle injury. But people were so quiet about it that I thought, you know, maybe there's something to this. But I also, as noted yesterday, I thought, okay, maybe he was in the ICU. But, man, it's been two months. If it were really this bad, something would have come out. And I just figured that something happened. Could have been a staph infection or whatever. He's in the ICU. He gets out. He's training for a comeback. And boom, one day, here's going to be Brody Lee. And I kept waiting for it, as did a lot of people, and it didn't happen. That's what I kept thinking, too, was like, you know, it was getting to the point where it's like, this has either got to be something serious or, you know, you go. A lot of times with WWE, you get lulled into that false sense of security that somebody's been cleared for such a long time, but they just haven't been using them. They haven't figured out when they wanted to bring him back and the spot to bring him back to. And that's what I thought the case was with Brody Lee. It was just, okay, well, you know, whatever it is, he's got to be pretty much healed up. And maybe it's just it, we've fallen into silence right now and he's going to surprise us coming back. And I wish that would have been the case, obviously, with, with how everything turned out. But, uh, you know, I will say this, uh, the fact that it was kept so tight-lipped, I think, is a credit to – Everybody that was responsible for keeping it tight-lipped and those who wanted it tight-lipped, uh, I'm happy that it ended up that way. And uh, I think that's something that, uh, to me, 
is some uh, something that should be respected in all this, whatever the family's wishes are as far as anything that comes out about it. Um, you know, I hope that their their uh, wishes are respected and that his wishes are respected uh, now that he's gone. So the people uh, saying here, uh, just basically, same thing that I thought. I mean, when he lost the title and disappeared, I thought that's a great storyline. Like, here's your leader of the Dark Order. He finally achieves. He has his big victory. And then he gets beaten and he's gone. So all of this, I mean, it could have easily played into a storyline. I liked the storyline that Brody Lee lost the title and then he vanished and he left the Dark yeah. Order high and dry. They're all trying to recruit people and struggling, and then he makes his big return. So, I mean, like I said, I didn't know what was going on. I'd heard rumors, but I didn't know. And there was a part of me that just kept thinking, someday it's coming back. Especially with what they were doing, because think about Hangman and Brody Lee going head up with each other. Two guys that look like they're going to be stars for that promotion, you know, for for years to come. You know, Colt being there, and that there was just... There was so much there still to be done, and we'll see what they do with them now uh, once everything shakes out. Let's see. This person here says, I just saw the BTE Brody segments today. He had so much personality. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. It boggles the mind. Brody versus Moxley is my absolute favorite match. I loved it. Two mean guys doing mean guy stuff. That's what wrestling's all about, everybody. Back in a moment. Observer Live. of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor or SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. 
That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So we discussed during the break. I know at least I'll be here on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I presume Mike will as well. If not, he'll let us know. Right, Mike? I can't promise you anything on my condition. I can't. Can't you drink on New Year's Eve, dude. I, I guess probably doing I should be doing a show with New you. Eve. I try to drink as much as I can, and I don't even drink. If that says anything about what it's like, to you do a don't show drink. With you. No, no, you've driven me to it. I don't believe this for a second. The only time I saw Brody live was at Survivor Series when he and Bray faced Undertaker and Kane, which was also the only time I ever saw the Undertaker live. It was great. This person says, imagine if when Snoop Dogg passes away in 40 years or so, if people make a big deal over the disrespect of who calls him Snoop or who calls him Calvin. Snoop's one of those guys. Let me tell you something. Nobody calls this guy Calvin. Nobody. Grandmama calls him Calvin. Nobody. Grandma doesn't even call him Calvin. Mr. Broadus to you, sucker. Nobody calls him Calvin. Mm. Deal double G. No, who calls him Calvin? Nobody. Calvin flips around, you know, the, the quarter pounders in the old McDonald's commercial. That's Snoop, damn it. Martha Stewart calls him Snoop. You call him Snoop, fool. Any update on Ben K? I heard he was okay. That's all I heard. <laughs> yeah, but it's pro wrestling, uh, and they always say they're okay after a concussion. That was brutal. That's for another day, but oh, my God. And I'm sick of the referee being blamed. Every referee's got a damn headset in. There's a lot of other people who blame for this stuff. Come on. Already. Oh, this person knows. Local wrestler Ethan HD bought a comic book store and kept his kayfabe name. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. We're out of time. We got to go, everybody. But I want to thank you all so much for listening here today. Best of luck with everything. Back later on tonight, Observer Radio, only for subscribers, WrestlingObserver.com. Check out the Christmas show. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live.